Lots of people, when they start doing Amazon, think they want to outsource product research. But in my opinion, product research is where you are going to make the money. Like you can make money by being very aggressive in marketing, but by finding a good product, this is where you can actually differentiate yourself and grow very quickly by just having something which is a really good fit for the market. Um, there are many techniques to do this. You Welcome to the Location Independent Startup Show. Here we discuss business, lifestyle design, personal development, and much more with some very special guests and experts who have been there and done that. Learn how to live life on your terms with me as your host, British entrepreneur and investor, John Cavendish. Okay, so welcome to episode two of the FBA Explained series. In this episode, I'm going to quickly recap what we did in the last episode. If you haven't watched it, please go back. Uh, it may be the last episode of the podcast, or it might actually be a few episodes ago, but it'll be called FBA Explained, episode one, Business Models Explained. Um, so what we're going to do in this episode is I'm going to dive into the first part of FBA Explained. So the idea of these mini series is that as well as getting the experience and the shares from other people in interviews, you're also going to get, um, you know, experience of actually how this model works. So the two biggest things I believe, as we're going to go through on most episodes here, that hold people back from starting a business is the belief that it can actually work. And that belief, in my opinion, comes from seeing someone else like us do something and be successful at it. So that's what I try and bring in in the interviews. So in the interviews, I talk to people just like you and me who have started a successful location-dependent business and making good money, and they break down you know, what they do how they charge for it, how they actually make money, and also the belief that let them to actually continue to do this thing until they, um, yeah, until they were successful. So once you've got the belief, the next part is the model and the mechanics. So the models that I understand are, you know, Amazon FBA, uh, e-commerce in a certain aspects, you know, because FBA is quite limited in e-commerce, but these aspects of e-commerce, and they're, you know, consulting and productized services. So the first series, which we're recording now, is um, FBA, so e-commerce, FBA e-commerce. In the last episode, I took you through how this works at a, a very high overview, which I can actually take you into now on the, uh, on the iPad again. And then from there, we're going to dive into number one. So just load this up here, e-commerce. So as you remember... I did this very, very sketchy, dodgy looking, <laughs> dodgy looking diagram, which I'm going to make much better as episodes go along. Um, so e-commerce, so it's opportunity. So opportunity is finding something on the Amazon platform that we think is going to work. Number two, validating the idea. So we're seeing if it'll work. Validating just a high level, you know, is this thing possible? Validate product. So can we find something of good quality for this money? Like we've done the first bit. We've done the, this could happen, this could work. We've done we can buy it at the right price to make this work. Number three is, will the quality be okay? Number four is branding and initial order. Uh, so that's pretty obvious, pretty self-explanatory. Number five is creating assets. So that's creating uh, things that sell and help you sell this product. Uh, number six is shipping products. So logistics, management, especially when you're going to either US or EU, there's lots of things you have to do. And I'm gonna go through that at a high level. I'm not a financial advisor, so you can't you know, rely on that, but I will give you the things you should be looking at, the people you should be talking to. Uh, then market and test. So how do we know, what do we call success? Like once we have something that's there, like what is success? 
And number eight is scale and grow. Uh, with the aim of building a multi-million dollar income stream. So multi-million dollar, what I mean is multi-million dollar revenue. Like our aim is to scale to millions of dollars in profit. But in order to have a good Western income, you need to be doing a million dollars in revenue. Especially as you launch products, it's going to be a year of reinvesting all the capital. And the more capital you put in first, the quicker that you can grow before you can take out any profits. Um, you know, if your margin on your business is... 20% after all advertising costs, which would be a good target because you might be spending a lot on advertising to start out with. And you're doing a million dollars in revenue, that's $200,000. But being that you want to invest, you don't want to be taking all of that money out of the business. And I'll talk about that later as well. So number one here is opportunity, finding a product that sells. Now, let's look at opportunity. So what's an opportunity? An opportunity is a product where we think we can compete in the marketplace against the other competition. Now, what does compete mean? Um, compete means that we can come into the marketplace and we can offer something that either isn't covered in the market, is badly marketed, or you know we have a different angle on something. Um, there are lots and lots of me too products on Amazon and that can work, uh, but it's not a defensible position. So, for example, if we were selling um, garlic presses, everyone used to use garlic presses five years ago as an example. could be anything. Garlic presses, phone holders, phone cases, whatever. Um, it used to be you could just find a phone case, shove it on Amazon, and it will start selling because nobody else was doing that. These days, you have factories coming in and competing with you. So we want to be able to compete at a different level. We need to be marketers and think of ourselves as marketers and brand builders rather than just somebody who finds a product and throws it on the Amazon platform. So you might be able to compete. You may compete with uh, reviews. And that's like, okay, the competition only has, you know, 100 reviews. I think that we can get 100 reviews in a certain amount of time, and then we're actually out-competing them on social proof. And the reason they don't have so many reviews could be that it's a new product. It could be that um, they haven't done good marketing themselves. It could just be that uh, it's a category where people don't leave that many reviews. Uh, we might be able to outcompete on value. Um, value could mean dollar price. It could mean uh, bundle. So it could be slightly more expensive than somebody else, uh, but we bundle. It could be actually premium. It could be a more premium version of that product. It could be, you know, say if something is badly made or badly finished, this could be a much better finished version. It could be in a more premium color. If something comes as white plastic, maybe black plastic, maybe metal of the same thing. It could be many different things. Um, we can compete on features. So features might be it has something else. I mean, there's many different features you can have. Add something new to it. Um, and it can be that we can compete on brand. If everything else in the market is generic and we have a certain brand and we have some assets behind us, then you know we can create a brand from scratch, but you know, maybe you already have a following. Maybe you have something like with you on the internet that you can leverage. This could be leveraging your own brand or it could also be partnering with somebody else to leverage their brand. So that's actually a good opportunity we didn't really talk about. But if you want to partner with somebody who already has a brand and has a following, then that could be a really good opportunity too. So rather than just show you, tell you about this, I thought I could actually dive in and show you some stuff on amazon.com. 
there I am. Okay. Lots of people, when they start doing Amazon, think they want to outsource product research. But in my opinion, product research is where you are going to make the money. Like you can make money by being very aggressive in marketing, but by finding a good product, this is where you can actually differentiate yourself and grow very quickly by just having something which is a really good fit for the market. Um, there are many techniques to do this. You can use tools like Jungle Scout or Helium. And you know there are many tutorials online if you want to look at the, some of those tutorials on how to use Jungle Scout and Helium. Uh, feel free to and uh, you know, post some comment below here like what you found the most useful. What I'm going to do is go more into the old school method, which is to look at things that interest you, something that you actually know about. Um, because you know, if it's an industry you know about, a hobby, something like that, you will probably have better knowledge than the people who are just looking at, um, you know, looking at these tools and then selling whatever the tool tells them to. So if we're going to start with this, let's start with uh, camping. Camping could be you know, tents, it could be anything. Let's look at a hike tent. So this is a bit of a larger product. Lots of people, when they start out with FBA, start with small, you know, very small shippable products. The issue with small products is that it's a saturated market these days. You have to have something that differentiates you to be able to source and launch that product. So now, now we're looking at hike tents. Hmm, interestingly, uh, not many reviews on all these products. Some, you know, 300, 590 reviews. I don't know these brands, but they look very nice. So now what we want to do is we want to see how much these are selling. So you could use Helium 10, you can use Jungle Scout, or you can actually look at the bestseller ranking on the listing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to use Jungle Scout. It's a very good tool. I'd highly recommend you, you know, you get the plugin to pull data. It's much, much quicker. It's now August, but it's August during Corona time. So I have no idea where people are going camping at the moment. Uh, but for example, here we go. There's the top seller here. Apparently he's doing $70,000 a month, uh, $50,000 a month, $28,000 a month. To be honest, this is a relatively low, these are relatively low sales numbers, what I would expect for hike tent. I guess it's probably very much down due to Corona. Um, we can also have a look at that in this tool by looking at the bestseller rank, which is not here. View monthly sales history. Let's have a look at the monthly sales history. Okay, well, according to this, this product has been growing month over month. Let's have a look at Apparently this one in 2017 was doing really, really well, 600 units a month, and now it's only doing 100 units a month. So you can see here that products over time ride different waves of popularity, and it's up to us once we've started something to keep it popular. So here, okay, we're looking at this, we can see sales prices on the front page are running 120, 130, 160, 140, cheaper one there, 60 bucks, 140, 140, 110. 150. So at the height tent top, you know, 10 listings, I would say an average of around 130, 140 USD. So that's actually a, you know, a nice product value. Um, from there, we're like, well, okay, so what features are people looking for? Uh, this is interesting because this is a uh, different shape tent, more of a overall dome tent. And a lot of these height tents are longer and thinner tents. Yeah, so okay, let's have a look. So has 68 ratings. It's uh, $130, and it's only a four-star average. If you want to hear, it's doing around 50000 a month, 400 units a month. And so we look at it, we see why are these selling well. Ah, very nice image here. This is a good choice, nice reviews on page one, good images, 
So we look at, we, since it's pretty bad, we see what people don't like about it. And we see, so this definitely stands out because of the color and because of the shape. Uh, they actually have two colors here. Very nice. And it's selling well without, without that many reviews at a um, decent sales price. So this could be an opportunity here if, if we were starting a brand to have a shape, shape similar to this and then add value in some way. So something here which we can see is they only have it in yellow and green. So at the moment, this type of, it's only got four star average and it's only available in yellow and green. Maybe there's a color that people are really looking for with this tent and we can see. There could also be 12% you know, negative reviews. Let's see what people don't like about it. Small, terrible zippers, poor quality material, broke strap, zippers too flimsy, I don't think so. Yeah, so it seems like zippers is one thing, but we'd go through in detail listing everything that's wrong with this product. Um, and then from here, we also look at, um, yeah, what we can do differently. So it says it has a lightweight waterproof backpack tent, two-person hiking tent with backing, with tent backpacking, easy setup, three aluminum poles, double layer. So to be honest, this is stuffed with keywords and not a very good title. It, you know, it works well for Amazon, but it's hard to read. Just shove the word backpacking here. Excellent space for the weight, balance of features and weight, best lightweight tent. Yeah, so it's not bad. You can see in this picture what it comes with. So it comes with a aluminium poles, ground sheet, guidelines, and the tent. Um, it doesn't show here if it comes with pegs, which is strange. Uh, that would be also something that we I would include if you were going to do this. It has nice images though. And yeah, this this could be a good opportunity. So what we would do then is make a list of many, many opportunities what we think of this and uh, where we go in the future. So I'm going to go back to myself here. So here we would say like, okay, so hike tent, what are the opportunities? as well? Opportunity is we think that's around $130, $130,000. We think that there's an interesting shape as a product with only 68 four-star reviews is uh, selling around 50K per month. And it's okay, it's got some issues, which is zipper, material, and then there's a bundle. So what do we look for in a hike tent? So I've done a bit of hiking in the past, and what it doesn't say, it says it's a lightweight tent, but it doesn't have any particular thing that I would want as a consumer in those, you know, in that title of bullets. So what else, what other type of backpacking is there? Maybe there's cycle, maybe there's cycle packing, maybe we can add that in. Um, maybe it fits into a certain size backpack, you know, 20, you know, 30 liter or 40 liter with your kit. That would make it even more interesting to me. Um, maybe we could bundle it with something else. Maybe we can say this is good for snow. There's a lot of pictures of it with snow. Um, maybe there's, you know, we can make it a snow tent. People like to, well, in my experience, people that are hiking like to over, um, you know, have, have them equipment, which is even higher specification they need. So maybe there's ideas. So it could be snow, uh, super lightweight, amazing zippers. It could be quick erect. These are many, many different things that we're getting, um, you know, this tent could be. Um, I also, this is the first thing that I looked at. So uh, there is every chance that this won't turn out to be a good opportunity. And this is why when you're doing this, I'm doing this one item at a time, but this should be building into a spreadsheet and having as many, many 
ideas as possible. And after that, that is when, if you wanted an assistant to do things, that's when you can give this information to an assistant and they can mine all this data that we want to compare it to the competition. But for us, um, this is how we're going to start. So let's scroll back up again. This opportunity, so number of reviews, value, bundle, more premium, features and brand. So Kazoo. I personally don't know of Kazoo. doesn't sound too bad. It doesn't sound like a complete Chinese brand. I like their logo. They have a selection of tents. That's interesting. So what we'd also do once we're looking at brand is look at what else these guys sell and what their biggest seller is as a brand. So I'm looking at what else they sell. It's quite, it's quite nicely done. So now we have an idea of what they sell. Let's see what their biggest seller is and how much they're doing overall as a brand in revenue. Hmm, that's interesting. So this is a lesson for naming your brand. If you name it something which is also a product, you're not gonna rank for your own brand name. So obviously this happens a lot, so people are saying, because <laughs> the tent is one of the highest search terms. They have a lot of different tents, and we can see here through our Jungle Scout plugin, yeah, some of their other stuff, like the family tent, very big seller. Um, this one, good seller, 100,000, 193,000. To be honest, this is, seems like a really good opportunity. There's lots of these, you know, not many reviews on any of these products. They're all very nice looking, very, very good images, look expensive, not, but not that expensive. And uh, yeah, volume is good. As you can see below, also Coleman, one of the biggest brands in the industry, some of their tents are absolutely killing it in terms of volume, $1 million a month, $600,000 a month. But Kazoo, as a small brand, is doing very well because of the high quality listings. Now what we're going to do is we're going to validate that idea in the next episode. So if you found this valuable, it would be awesome and mean a lot to me if you could like and subscribe. If you could leave a comment, even better. Um, you know, I want to build more and more and more of these videos. And the more people that subscribe to the channel and the more people ask questions, the more I know, you know what to build next. So yeah, let me know what you think of this episode and I will see you in the next episode when we're going to validate this idea. Thank you.